two of the 2022 bowl season is a totally different matchup than the first game. These are two teams with great records, had great years, and are well-deserving of the postseason. And, you know, again, not to get down on the first two teams, UAB and Miami, Ohio, they were better than their record. They had disappointing years. But, yeah, 11-2 and UTSA, 11-2 and Troy. This is a playoff-worthy game. So uh, what we have here is an interesting matchup. One team, Troy, is very good on defense and more about power and run game on offense. The other teams are very spread, but with their own power. So it's a real power spread, almost Art Bryles-like offense with a improving defense, but they lost a lot of guys in the offseason, and they struggled to keep up with the offense. We saw all this play out in the championship games they were in two weeks ago. And the difference in those games, though, and I have to make this point like immediately, is that Coastal Carolina, who has been great the last couple of years, simply didn't show up. I mean, just to be honest, that was not the Coastal Carolina under Jamie Chadwell that we've seen the last couple of years. In fact, that was more like the Coastal Carolina in their last regular season game where they got killed by James Madison. Uh, so... You know, not to take away from Troy, but but that that wasn't a game. And you know, there were a couple other factors. Like it was in Troy, so they had the home field. They were on an eight-game winning streak, and like I said, uh, Coastal Carolina just came off a bad loss. Uh, Grayson McCall, the real gutsy quarterback for Coastal Carolina, actually started, and I thought that would be a big plus, but he wasn't himself, even though he balled out. <laughs> I never seen it. He balled out even in a big loss like that, and so there was just there was just too much going against uh, Coastal Carolina. It wasn't going to happen. And to Troy's credit, I mean, they were going for revenge. They had three heartbreaking losses previously to them, and so they t- they got they did their deal. I believe you know I I'm, I would like to see the next game now, but John Sumrall has really done a great job with the culture there. He was at Kentucky with Stoops. Mark Stoops, who knows something about culture, his brother Bob, too, at Oklahoma. And um, he was with Troy as a defensive uh, court or a linebacker coach in 2015-2017 when Vic Koning, who is a guy who's been under the Stoops brothers, too, and runs a cool kind of defense for a long time, sort of a 3-3 kind of or a hybrid 4-3, like the Stoops brothers, 4-3 hybrid 3-3, and that's what Summerall has here. And anyway, so they were doing, you know, Troy has a long historical background of good football. And Chad Lindsay was around the last couple of years before Summerall. And it, they were around 500. And that actually isn't good enough for Troy. And that's not, they're, they're a good football school. So in comes Summerall and they go 11-2. and two. It's incredible. Uh, they had a lot of guys coming back, especially on defense. And it shows, you know. Uh, they also have a defensive coordinator. He made a real good selection of coordinators. And his defensive coordinator is actually a guy named Sheil Wood, if I'm saying that right, Sheil Wood. And he's from, uh, and this is no pun intended, but from Nate Woody. <laughs> his background's from the, co- the defensive coordinator at Army and the longtime Wolf- Wolford, Wolf- uh, Wolford, however you say it, uh, defensive coordinator. And he learned from LeBeau and Parcells. And of course, but he mixes up his coverages a lot more than those guys did. You have to nowadays. So Wood is a real great background and has done a great job in two years at Troy. 
And uh, oh, I'm sorry, this is his first year. He came in with uh, Summerall. But anyways, great job. And, and I believe, you know, watching the defense, it's hard to tell. I, I actually like to think there's more wood in it than Summerall, but I don't know either of them well enough to say that. But I, I kind of, you know, it doesn't matter. The defense has been great. It's a, it's a 4-3-3-3 hybrid. Um, they mix the coverage, you know. Uh, they'll play any kind of zone, but it's always aggressive. They'll tend towards quarters. They'll do a lot of man stuff. They'll do a lot of pattern matching. And so... Uh, and, and the talent's excellent. Like I said, they have a longtime quarterback, Carl, I mean, linebacker Carlton Marshall, who's been great. Got a big nose tackle, Shaquille Brown, and he was busting up uh, Coastal Carolina on some place. And, and then they have some, they have a, what, uh, KJ Robertson in the linebacker, is a real good pass defender as well. They have a, a, a really good uh, defensive backfield. And um, yeah, so they're a real deal. But I can guarantee you UTSA is, is going to show up. They're going to show up. The issue I have with UTSA is twofold. Number one, their defense still isn't that great. It's getting better. You know, So was North Texas, but both of those teams, it, it's, it's not like the Troy defense. They lost a lot of players. They're doing what they can. I actually was sort of impressed, and I kind of figured I would be, by, by Jess Lepp, their defensive coordinator in that championship game, even though... You know, Austin Ani's a good quarterback for North Texas. They're a good offense. Seth Luttrell got fired after, but that's, a, that's as a head coach. But his, his scheme is good. And if anything, you know, UTSA won because Frank Harris is dynamite in that offense, in the offensive scheme. And he just made – he didn't make mistakes, and Austin Ani did. And that was a big difference. But, you know, but part of the reason for those mistakes was Jeff – Jess Lepp uh, really mixes it up. And he runs like a three-three-five from the Todd Graham stuff. That's where he's from, uh, Todd Graham background. And uh, so he's good. He just doesn't have quite, you know, the guy. They're not there yet, you know, the the, the talent, the, the the player, the personnel. So it's not. So in other words, I don't think his scheme's any worse than what Troy's doing. But the Troy has veteran guys there, and they're strong. So that's the issue. Now, the opposite is true with these offenses. Uh, well. Actually, Troy had a lot of guys back on offense. They actually had 18 starters back this year, so they're just all-around super uh, a veteran team. And probably we're going to be good even under Chad Lindsay if he had stayed. But, you know, again, trying not to take away from Summerall. It's an incredible job. I think Summerall has – I've seen some stuff on him, his culture, you know, and, and what he has going on there. You've you got to give him credit for that. So that's what's happening there. Um, but UTSA, I was super impressed with their offense. To be honest, North Texas wasn't that bad on defense. Frank Harris is, is dynamite. He has a quick – he's a left-hander. He's going to be too small. He's not going to go to the pros. He's not that kind of player. I mean, he may go to the USFL, XFL, but I don't see him in the NFL. A six-foot guy, thin, but he's a lefty, super quick release. That ball – it looks like Dan Marino, the way he releases it. Really athletic, moves around, and, and more than any of that, a really great leader and really has solid command of – what is really like an Art Bryles style uh, offense, kind of like Josh Heupel's doing at Tennessee, but you know maybe even more so. Um, if you go into the, if you look at you know Jeff Trailer's background, he was a, a big time high school coach. He's another guy with a real great culture for a while now. 
at UTSA. He's, he really gets that part of it, and he's great with that. So it makes a great head coach. But he learned some of his offense was under at Texas under Sterling Gilbert, who's an Art Briles guy. And then he went with Chad Morris, too. And ironically, Chad, Joe Craddock, the offensive coordinator for Troy, also was under Chad Morris at the same time at SMU in Arkansas. So they're both from Chad Morris, but that's Joe Craddock's main background. He goes all the way back to Clemson. So he's all about Chad Morris. And that's a more power-driven, like Gus Malzahn, more about the power on the power side of the power spread. When you get with a Bryle style, and yes, Jeff Trailer has Chad Morris, but his two coordinators, though one has just left to go to Oregon to join Dillingham. But the other guy was an offensive analyst anyway, so it's fine. But those guys are... Um, you know, heavy Art Bryles. And you can see it on the field. They really spread the field. They've got two receivers lined up right along the sideline, like in, in, in twins and trips. And, 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 they may, and, they, and they'll, they'll spread their guys. They'll, they'll put a lot of their receivers to the short side of the field and, and just have one guy on the wide side with tons of space. And they'll really hit you up with bubble screens like the air raid, but that's also partly Bryles and horizontally flipping the ball around real quick. They have a big tight end, though, uh, about 275 pounds. Cardonis, I think his name. And he had a great game, actually, in the championship game. And he's super agile. I mean, he's a classic Art Bryles, like big, powerful guy who also is agile, can catch passes, block. And they will power it right down your gut, right down your throat. But they'll spread it all over the place. And with Frank Harris, he has such a quick release. He just whips that the ball comes out of his hand immediately. Boom, bam, boom. He usually makes pretty quick reads. Now, it depends on how well Troy plays on defense. Let's see how he does with that. Because I have a feeling they're going to mix it a bit back there in the, in the back. And they might do some really good pattern matching. And that might make it harder for Harris to get rid of that ball quick. But he's athletic. And he can run the read option, the RPO, and just scramble around and do all of it. So um, it's just this very strong USTA culture and team and offense. But I'm worried about their defense. Even with Jess Lepp as a good coordinator, I'm worried about their defense. And for Troy, I'm not really worried about any part of their game. Uh, their offense, though it's not as good as their defense, their defense is what everybody talks about. But they, I tell you, they're really solid. I like Gunnar Watson as a quarterback. I mean, he's not as good as Frank Harris or anything, but he's super solid, a good leader. He, he's not a real good runner, but he's okay, you know, but he gets the ball out. He gets the ball around. It's sort of more air raidish than it is total spread of Bryles, but, you know, it's, 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 there's a lot of run. And they have two running backs, Vidal and Kamani Vidal and uh, Billingsley. And they're tough guys. And so they have a really good spread run attack some passing. Watson comes through when he has to, and they'll throw down deep too. I mean, it's not that, you know, again, these aren't that different, the Bryles and the Chad Morris. So they do all that, and, and, and then they have this really strong defense, and, um, and their special teams are really good too, by the way. So you put all that together, and I mean, you know, that's the thing, but it's hard to believe they, they, they were five and seven, five and six, five and seven under Lindsay. And I know Lindsey's a really good offensive coordinator. Maybe he's not that great as a head coach. I don't know. But man, eleven and two, and they're going to win this game too. It isn't it's in Florida, so it's a little bit of a home field advantage. I don't know how much UTSA is obviously from Texas. Um, 
But I just love what Harris is doing over there. I like what trailers got happening. He's been doing it longer than Summerall. This is Summerall's first year. And I just think, you know, one thing I noticed in the North Texas game was UTSA was just better. They just had more talent too, just better players. And, 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 and I know that everyone talks about the Sun Belt is better than Conference USA, which is true. But does Troy really have the better players? Uh, they might, especially on defense. Yes. But I don't think so on offense. But that brings me to my second point. So the two things I'm worried about to UTSA is the defense and then the injuries. They have a great receiving core. G- JT Clark, Cephas, and Zachary Franklin. And then, of course, Cardenas Cardonas, or whatever, the tight end. And these running backs can catch it too. But anyways, I, I love that receiving core, and they're all big and strong. And then uh, Franklin will blow the, the top off. He's really fast. But Cephas is out with an injury. I've heard some rumors about the other receivers. One of their running backs is out, so it's Brady and, they, and their freshman uh, Barnes. But Brady's out. So And then their offensive line has been injured a lot this year, but it's been healthier now, so I thought – this is, you know, that's why they looked so good last two weeks ago. And I thought they're going to be great this game. But I, I haven't heard anything about the line. I think the line's okay. But it does bother me that Cephas is out, Brady's out. So that bothers me. So the injuries, if they get any more injuries to that receiving core or whatever, uh, that could be a problem. But even saying all that, I feel like I have to go. I understand. I think if I'm correct, Troy is favored. Uh, is that the right? Am I correct? I think Troy's favored, but anyway, and I, I wouldn't be surprised. They're they're ranked a bit higher, twenty four to twenty. They have one, they're one bit higher ranking, stronger the conference. But I really want to go with UTSA. I, I'm going to go with UTSA. I really think, honestly, I I'm just so impressed with that offense and also the culture of Trailer. And yes, Summerall's done a great job, but Trailer's been doing it longer. They don't have a bowl win yet, and Troy has a storied history. Of course, they do, but 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 USTA does not. UTSA, I'm sorry. Um, and, and, and I just think this is it. I think they get this and they, they win this, uh, unless the injuries, unless they have more injuries or it, 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 that's the one thing that bothers me. And that defense, you know, that it, Troy actually scores some points, you know, uh, it could happen, but, but the UTSA defense is improving and I like what Jess Lepp's doing over there. So yeah, I'm going with UTSA and I, it may even be a, a thought. I don't think they can blow them out because I think Troy's just too exper- too good, but I think they can win it pretty handily, and I think they might, but we will see.